talked about in my previous podcast. And I think about Anna, who spent her life in the temple after her husband passed, praying for people. And I heard someone else say that it was believed that she slept on the floor because she didn't have a situation where there was a bed. Since she was in the temple, the quarters were generally for the priest. So there wasn't any place set aside for her to sleep, so she probably slept on the floor. I heard that. I heard someone talking about that earlier today. And it's in keeping with what I was talking about in my last podcast when I said that older women were sometimes broken hearted. But Psalm 147 says praise the Lord. Skip down to verse 3. He heals the broken hearted. He binds up their wounds. So the Lord is acting as healer. And he is the ultimate healer. Because he heals our wounds. He is the physician of all nations and he restores favor and heals our personal distresses and our hurts. So we speak of God as physician and God as repairer. So he binds up or he covers our wounds and or he stitches them together. He cures them. And no matter what they are, no matter what our hurts are. God is the ultimate healer. And verse 6 says, He supports the afflicted. And we're looking at another version of the Bible. Looking at the American Standard Version. Says he supports the afflicted. He brings down the wicked to the ground. But another version says he lifteth up the meek, and he casteth down the wicked. So let's look at that verse. And we understand in lifting up. The meek, the meek being the poor, the afflicted, the weak, the lowly, and those that are needy. So, if you have a leader who is somehow Casting you down and pushing you out of the congregation, 
because you can no longer do the things that you could do when you were young. And I'm speaking especially to women in the church who have lost their husbands or their husbands have left them and gone on to someone younger. And you're left without the resources that you once had or your husband uh, is no longer able to care for you because of his illnesses or whatever. And so you don't have the resources that you once had. You have to think that God has not forgotten you. He knows your brokenness. He knows everything that's going on in your life. And he's going to help you. He's going to restore you and he will prosper you in his way. So we think, sing praises to the Lord. And we give him thanks. Because he covers us. And he heals us. We sing him praises of thanksgiving. So don't you worry. As I've said earlier in the earlier podcast, he's on your side. God came to heal the brokenhearted. And he is our help. Because he's the maker of all things. Remember, he made the heavens and he made the earth and everything that's here. And he provides for us. And the earlier, uh, earlier Psalm 146, it says, He keeps faith forever. He executes justice for the oppressed. He gives food to the hungry. He opens the eyes of the blind and he raises up those who are bowed down. He protects the strangers and he supports the fathers and the widow. So, 146 and 47 go together. And as I said, love, if God teaches us to love and people in your church are not loving you, as they love other people. God says to love your brother and, of course, your sister. He says to love everyone. And if the teaching is not love coming from the top, that means that's the Antichrist. Because God says, love one another. How can you love me when you don't love your brother whom you have seen. And real love does not hurt. So, if you are not being loved and you are being hurt, and I put emphasis on the hurt, you have to understand that love 
when it's real does not hurt. Don't say you're being chastised. You are being hurt. And your heart is broken. In spite of everything that you have done in your youth. In spite of the fact that your heart is pure. And you love the Lord. You're being cast out and pushed out of the sanctuary. Out of the church membership. God still loves you. And he takes pleasure in you. And I would encourage you to keep praising the Lord. And keep hoping for his mercy. And don't worry about what anybody else is saying. Because God does not take pleasure if you look down at verse 10. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He didn't take pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord favors those who fear him. This means that he does not take pleasure in the ones who make others fear them. He takes pleasure in those who fear him. Those who delight in him. Not in the strength of those who oppress them. So we thank him today. And we put all of our trust in him for his transformational power and his restoration. Because we know that he loves us all of us and he binds up our wounds he heals us as physician the great physician and he wraps us up in his care so Lord I just thank you today for your healing power I thank you today for supporting the afflicted I thank you today for bringing down the wicked. I thank you, Lord, because I know that you do not delight in the strength of any man. We praise you today, O Lord, because you sent forth your word. And you've asked us to love you and to love one another, to follow you. Because you are love and love. Talked about in my previous podcast and I think about Anna, who spent her life in the temple after her husband passed, praying for people. And I heard someone else say that it was believed that she slept on the floor because she didn't have a situation where 
there was a bed since she was in the temple the quarters were generally for the priest so there wasn't any place set aside for her to sleep so she probably slept on the floor I heard that I heard someone talking about that earlier today and it's in keeping with what I was talking about in my last podcast when I said that older women were sometimes broken hearted but Psalm 147 says praise the Lord skip down to verse 3 he heals the broken hearted he binds up their wounds so the Lord is acting as healer and he is the ultimate healer because he heals our wounds he is the physician of all nations and he restores favor and heals our personal distresses and our hurts so we speak of God as physician and God as repairer so he binds up or he covers our wounds and or he stitches them together he cures them and no matter what they are no matter what our hurts are. God is the ultimate healer. And verse 6 says, He supports the afflicted. And we're looking at another version of the Bible. Looking at the American Standard Version. It says, he supports the afflicted. He brings down the wicked to the ground. But another version says, he lifteth up the meek, and he casts down the wicked. So, let's look at that verse. And we understand in lifting up, the meek the meek being the poor the afflicted the weak the lowly and those that are needy so if you have a leader who is somehow Casting you down and pushing you out of the congregation because you can no longer do the things that you could do when you were young. And I'm speaking especially to women in the church who have lost their husbands or their husbands have left them and gone on to someone younger. And you're left without the resources that you once had or your husband uh, is no longer able to care for you because of his illnesses or whatever and so 
you don't have the resources that you once had. You have to think that God has not forgotten you. He knows your brokenness. He knows everything that's going on in your life. And he's going to help you. He's going to restore you and he will prosper you in his way. So we think, sing praises to the Lord. And we give him thanks. Because he covers us. And he heals us. We sing him praises of thanksgiving. So don't you worry. As I've said earlier in the earlier podcasts, he's on your side. God came to heal the brokenhearted. And he is our help. Because he's a maker of all things. Remember, he made the heavens and he made the earth and everything that's here. And he provides for us. And the earlier, uh, earlier Psalm 146, it says, He keeps faith forever. He executes justice for the oppressed. He gives food to the hungry. He opens the eyes of the blind and he raises up those who are bowed down. He protects the strangers and he supports the fathers and the widow. So, 146 and 47 go together. And as I said, love, if God teaches us to love and people in your church are not loving you as they love other people, God says to love your brother and of course your sister. He says to love everyone. And if the teaching is not love coming from the top, That means that's the Antichrist. Because God says, love one another. How can you love me when you don't love your brother whom you have seen? And real love does not hurt. So, if you are not being loved and you are being hurt, and I put emphasis on the hurt, you have to understand that love when it's real, does not hurt. Don't say you're being chastised. You are being hurt. And your heart is broken. In spite of everything that you have done in your youth, in spite of the fact that your heart is pure, and you love the Lord, you're being cast out and pushed out of the sanctuary, out of the church membership. 
God still loves you. And he takes pleasure in you. And I would encourage you to keep praising the Lord. And keep hoping for his mercy. And don't worry about what anybody else is saying. Because God does not take pleasure. If you look down at verse 10, he does not delight in the strength of the horse. He didn't take pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord favors those who fear him. This means that he does not take pleasure in the ones who make others fear them. He takes pleasure in those who fear him, those who delight in him, not in the strength of those who oppress them. So we thank him today. And we put all of our trust in him for his transformational power and his restoration. Because we know that he loves us, all of us, and he binds up our wounds. He heals us as physician, the great physician. And he wraps us up in his care. So Lord, I just thank you today for your healing power. I thank you today for supporting the afflicted. I thank you today for bringing down the wicked. I thank you, Lord, because I know that you do not delight in the strength of any man. We praise you today, O Lord. Because you sent forth your word. And you've asked us to love you and to love one another, to follow you. Because you are love, and love 